0: Every day can bring changes, challenges, and opportunities that can also change your personal or business financial goals and priorities. As a true partner, Sandy Spring Bank can make it all a bit easier. Someone who really listens, understands, and then creates solutions in hard times and good times. We'll always strive to be your advocate today and every day. That's real banking for real life and real business. Visit sandyspringbank.com real member FDIC. We're back again for real-life people's perspective on
1: and today we're gonna to talk about depression. And uh, we're not experts on it, so once again, it's our perspective on things and uh, stories, and then give some of the things that we have done to back, to combat depression. Because <clears throat> I mean, hell, it's honestly man, depression is one of those things that we all go through, we all end especially right now since it's quarantine, and now we might back. We might go back into point which I think is like cool shit. But whatever, you know, it's just my opinion. Um, so for those of you out there, those of you guys that are listening to happy fresh now, I hope this episode helped you out because nobody's just depression is like the law, man. Nobody's up, like for real, like <clears throat> like it don't matter how much money you got, it don't matter how much happiness you think you have in your life. Depression can hit at any time, and it honestly don't with it. it's gonna get you when that actually occurs it comes from like loved ones being lost um hell money problem job problem kid issues spouse issues sexual issues non-sexual issues <laughs> everything like the, like depression is fucking it's it's megatron of transformers that motherfucker comes in all kinds of forms man like that motherfucker can transform into any fucking thing it wants to not to think about Is depression the devil? Is it like, is it it, like, if there was a devil, is depression literally the name like Lucifer? You know, the fucking fallen one, depression, the depressed one, (laughs) like like, for real. Like, think about like, no, like, cause like depression just hits. Like, even and it's funny because people with money, those of us without money, I see a person with money, like, what the fuck they got? But they got a lot of people depressed though. Because I mean, you got that much money. It's it's one of those things where yeah, you can do anything you want in the world, but also everything back. Like you could be like, yo, nigga, I'm about to go. Like think about all the people that, that went over to like these groups and stuff all these rich motherfuckers that die from that shit that they just wanted going for you know what I'm saying like we just sit in our crib like man this corona shit's fucked up imagine being on like a cruise ship or one of these islands and that shit hit and you not know what the fuck it is and you just bam on the ship. Like like depression, just it is everything, man. It, that shit. I think it's if you had to, I mean, if you had to personify
2: it, uh, if we're talking about fictional characters, I would probably personify it more closely to like a Darth Vader because <laughs> to catch you off guard might just choke the shit out you, <laughs> and <laughs> you don't really, you don't you don't know how to really what to do with it for it, and it it was it's something true. that's just it's it's viewed as in a negative light to where, and the negative side, the dark side of everything, that's part of what depression is, is you're, sometimes, most, most people, you feel like you're in a dark place, you're sad, you're lonely, you're feeling worthless, stuff like that, uh, with it. Yeah. But... I don't know. For me, this is where I get into a lot of arguments with it because I'm 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 of the mentality of my mindset is I believe that people are stronger than they actually think they are, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe that like we have a lot of power to that you can you can heal yourself and, and the but it, it's 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 got to be the right situation. It's got to be the right mix, and a lot of things have to come together in order for it to happen. So for me, I kind of. Yeah. Depression, like I understand, there's certain forms of depression to where it's a chemical imbalance. It's a chemical imbalance inside of the brain, is what it is. Is your brain is not generating, um, I forget what the, what the chemical or, or the hormone is for it, and it causes that feeling. And I know for some, you can't control it. Some people you just absolutely cannot control it. But I think for yeah. some, for some, it's just it's your it's your life situation. Your life situation is not going right, and it's kind of got you down. For it, and then we immediately we associate that with depression because it you have some of the same like symptoms. You know, You're feeling sad. You're down a lot. You just feel like you're just in a dark place in life. For it, and that 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 one to me is I think where a lot more people fall into than the actual clinical one towards an imbalance, and there's just there's nothing you can do about it. Your body is kind of against you at this point for it. And I understand those, you got to go and get medication for it to kind of, to level you out for it. But I think for yeah. a lot of people, and I think it's, you just have to change your mindset, but also not only your mindset, though, is you have to also, your environment has to be different for it. Because your environment yeah. and what you're around and who you're around is also going to feed a lot into that as well, for it. That's where, and the reason I, I fight that, because <sighs> I was, you know, everyone's been in like a dark period in their life before at some point to where you just felt like nothing's going right. Everything that can go wrong is going wrong and has gone wrong is going to continue to go wrong. feel like there's no way out. And he's like, I can't get out of this shit no matter what I do. But for me, getting out of it was more of looking at things differently and changing my mind state. And focusing on that. So instead of focusing on like, everything that's not going right, all right, maybe I just need to find one thing to focus on. One one positive thing, no matter how small it is, focus on that and just continue to amplify those things. And then you start to see things differently. I was at a point to where like, my boy Chris was like, yo, don't talk to me or my family. He was like, Cause everything you say is fucking negative. He was like, every Damn. word you say is negative. And like... <laughs> And being in that state, I've combating that shit. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. You just on some, you just on some bullshit, and mad, because you ain't want to hear the truth. And I'm just out here. I'm real with everything. And then like, I actually had to sit down and think about it. Like, I started breaking stuff down, and I'm like, fuck, he's right. I don't think I don't, in my mind, my mind would immediately go, and everything I looked at, every situation I seen, there was something negative. I seen only the negative, the bad shit that was going to come out of it for it. And it, you know, I was in a funk. It just put me in a funk. It was at that point in my life. Things had didn't work going right for me. And so now I'm looking at everything else in the world that's just not going to go right. And I'm projecting that into the energy and the space around me. So that, is, that was like a turning point for me to when I realized that I was like, I can control this. This is something that it's strictly up to me. Because you hear about the prep so much. And, you know, I don't think a lot of people know what it really is for it and so like for me that's like something people are like oh you're just you're depressed right now so it's like am i am i really depressed well what is it what is it like what is causing that what causes that and so i think that's for me is a most of it depression is like a life situation that causes you to change your mentality for it but i i understand for people out there don't get it twisted i understand that there's also the clinical form to where it's an actual chemical imbalance to where your brain is just not Generating or producing that hormone that you need to uh, combat that. Yeah,
1: and that's the thing. Like, there's all kinds of, you know, there's all all kinds of it. because, like you said, it, you could just be just pregnant right or you can have chemical imbalance. You know, like so not all chemical imbalances mean that or you're schizophrenic or fucking bipolar or shit like that. It literally could mean like just like your body doesn't know how to even yourself out. Yeah, you know. Like, I mean, because, like, I had depression real bad in Tennessee, like, whether or not uh, before I moved out here, like, right after, right after eating, because, you know what I'm saying, I found the answers his, his cousin, and that's shit, and that shit, you know, feel to this day like I have that in. and because he helped me get out of my depression, because my, like, my car had broke down, and all I could do was sit in the house and then my cable was off every and i was just in the house and i was like "Bro, i don't know what the fuck Dude, i was almost very crazy like some days man and i know i've never been i would stare at my back window and just be like i should just run like i should just jump because that break and he hit me up, up one day he was like what you doing and i was like not sure i was like um i'm sitting here he's like nah fuck that he's like uh i'm yelling and that's when i started hanging around with him because he helped me break through that depression because he was like, that's real. He was chilling, he was talking. And I got to know him a little. So then like, he was my gateway out of my head. And then when he died, I went back into my head because I didn't realize that I didn't start coping with my depression. I literally just found the stretch. And you know, sometimes you got to. Gotta realize when you're just being distracted and when you are uh, when you're going through self help Because that's a hard shit if it's going self-help. And if you're typical imbalance, I hate to say it because I hate to get far from everything, but some some people really need that. Just like I'm not a religious person, but some people really need religion. Yeah. Like it's one of those things like. like whether you want to call it a crush or not, some people need that shit to get out of bed every day. Some people need that shit to get out of bed. Every day. Yeah. And uh it's rough, man. It is. Like, for people out here, dealing with depression, like, I feel, and I have, I argue with one of my homeboys about depression Um, because he didn't think it was real. And something happened to him when he wound up in the hospital during COVID. And he texted me and he was like, I'm sorry that I have an argument with you about the pressure, bruh. He said this shit is real, and it's hitting you so hard. He was like, I don't see how people come out of this shit. He was like, well, I'm the dealer, I'm gonna come out of it. But he was like, right now, man, he was like, I don't know how. That shit fucks, it fucks up so bad, man. And I had so much stuff to people in that shit, it, it is, a, it's a very hard thing to
3: get out. And in some cases, it's a, it's a hard thing to even recognize in, like, friends and family. Because, <clears throat> like you were saying, you know, it comes in something many different Because you could be outwardly, appear to be happy, you know, you're choking and why the fuck. At the same time, you know, you don't, you've lost all the to do whatever. You know, you might not want to clean the house or you might not want to leave the house might not wanted to you know do the, the things that make happen so it is a hard thing to to recognize and a hard thing to pull yourself up out I and mean, I, I have of depression I so regular uh, so yeah I don't know
2: how do you get through it me
4: yeah
3: the same way you do looking at and uh, thinking and looking at positive uh, you know the, the positive aspects of, Of my life, you know, I can look at, damn, I'm behind on this deal, business isn't doing that good, shit. Maybe I might have to close my store down, you know, stuff like that. But then you just flip it and look at, like, damn, you know, my kid, I've got adult kids that are good people, that you know, hard working. I've got. enough that I like that help are
4: mushrooms.
3: They do help to they help to rebalance the chemistry in your brain and help you look at in, in my
1: I realized I needed a new space. And when you guys took that party to man. it really showed me a lot of people that uh, really did fucking well. That party was live. <laughs> Thank you again for That was a lot of that's going away. That was when we got into the whole fucking, horse, our horse is still wild animals, so. Would
4: you want
2: <laughs> we'll save it for today's story
4: time. Yeah, but I didn't hear that. Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah. But it
1: did like that, like, cause that shit hurt. Because I mean, I um, had a whole boy who killed himself at the job, and it didn't put me, I didn't recognize his depression. Because he sounded happy and everything. The day I talked to him, he sounded happy. And um, but that didn't even fit me as bad as as he. That would be part of, like I said, like he was my brother getting my depression. But then like I said, you guys, because I was just like, I was at that point, I was well, I was, well, this is crazy. And you just really don't realize um, how deep of a hole it can go. And then the crazy thing too, depression can last fucking years. It can last years. I had a homeboy I worked with in Tennessee and he
4: just stayed on drugs. And the only way I knew he was depressed is because whenever he was starting to level off, he would start talking
1: to himself. And he would start talking about how he had walked in on his mom being murdered. And, shit. and yeah, man. And I was like, whoa, he was seven. He was fucking seven, bro. Right? And you just don't realize, like, oh shit, this, like, depression this, this is worse than drugs. You know what I'm saying? They're, like, with drugs, you can just take away the, the the crack, rock, the needle, the cocaine, the alcohol. You can take it away. and separate a person from you. you. Can't physically separate somebody from depression They're just in it. and that's why it's so important to, to look out for people like that because it's such a it's such a fucking easy thing to pass sometimes, and it is the hardest shit. Yeah, you know, That's crazy. So like, and you know, and as I know they say, as black people, we don't use uh, therapy. We we shun ourselves from it. And stuff. But to be honest, I think just as a people, period, man, like we all don't think about therapy. One, a lot of us can't even afford therapy. Let's be real. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Especially, there's a reason why men have a higher suicide rate than women. It's, you know, we're taught basically from birth not to show emotion. You know, yeah. you know, if something's bothering you, you bottle it up. Don't cry. They're not cry for
1: you. Yeah.
3: You know, so uh, it wasn't until when I was well under my third. Before I would even open up to friends, help, well, I really mean, you know, open up to family. Yeah. and and tell them like, yeah, this is So that is a that's a, a stigma we really need to break. That whole you, know, you got to be tough, you got to be strong. So sweet. that's something us uh, men, especially black men. We need to, we need to kill actually.
4: Yeah, exactly.
2: we got to, we exactly. got to reverse it. I was talking to my uh, one of my exes, and like her and her man, they were going through stuff like that, and that's what she mentioned. In one of his things is he won't open up, and I and that's what talking. I was like. You can't do it to me. That's that that could be a death. <laughs> Holding shit in, try to hang, hold on. Hold on, hold on, Danny.
1: Hold on, Yeah. I was just, turning up the volume. Okay. Okay. Repeat that again,
2: one. No, just like you can't holding stuff in. It'll be to me. I felt like it could be the death of you because it's just you're causing so much internal shit. You, it's, it's already. Most of everybody's already fighting some type of internal battle already. But then, like, when you're just trying to hold stuff in, you're spending most of the day just trying to keep it together. Just trying to hold it together. To, like, I just got to try to get through the day. And, like, that it was it was something for me. Like, I, I had to – I would say it's probably about, I would say, seven years ago. I really had to, like, start getting into, like, a lot of self-reflection, trying to work on me, get me better, to where it was at a point to where – because I never – I didn't open up to nobody. Like, I was – Oh, I was closed off. I was super closed off. I was closed off to the point to where I would date women and they would know nothing about me. I wouldn't tell them shit. I just, like, they would know, like, I had a mom and brothers, that was it. That's all they would know about me. They wouldn't know anything about me personally. And so, like, and it took, it took a lot for me to, like, start to, like, open up and it just got to a point to where I realized, I was like, okay, I have to be honest with myself. one, and with with doing that means okay, you're gonna have to confront some stuff you may not be completely comfortable with. And that's fine, it's okay. And the the flip side of it is you got to you gotta to go to the dark place sometimes and actually face that shit. Like I was telling my homegirl the other night, most of us we got this. You have this room internally where you keep your deepest, darkest shit. You keep it locked away. Most of us just never want to go there. We just never want to open that door. Like it's just there. I put lots of chains on it and never visit it.
4: Yeah.
2: And one of the things that I was had to start to realize was, you know what? I can't ever really go forward or get better until I gotta open this fucking door. And I know, I know what opening the door means. I know what that's. I know what that It's That is There's gonna be. A lot of hard shit that you gotta face and go through and deal with internally. And one of the things that I realized is like, okay, I just gotta start talking to someone. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm still not high on like going to therapy, but I am an advocate on you need to talk to someone. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what's happening, you just gotta go and talk to someone because sometimes just been and get in and out, you may feel better. And yeah. that's what I told my home runner, and I, I told her, I said, look, I said, I realized so much about myself by just having a conversation with someone. Yeah. And that wasn't even the goal in the conversation. But in doing so, I, was, I figured shit out about me and like, you know what? I found something out that'll help me out now. And so it's just like, you got to just talk it out. Stop holding it in because you hold it in. It's, it's, it's going to kill you. It's going to kill you. That's how you're gonna end up with a stroke. That's you it just it's her mom's in the hospital from a stroke. I'm like, this is this is the reason why it's stress. You go after to the doctor, they really are gonna tell you it's stress. What are we stress about? We stress about all this shit that we hold in internally that we don't want to speak about. And it's the same thing as, as black men. I'm like, yo, it's fine. You gotta cry, you're gonna cry. Get it out. Let it let it go. Don't hang on to that shit. Let it go. It's fine. It's okay. Once you get it out, then you can you can figure out how to move forward from there.
1: Yeah. And that's just it. Like some of us are afraid. It's almost like some of us are afraid to just bump you sit in it so long, you know what, it is. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost like it's like sitting in the dark with all the lights Yeah, you you become comfortable in that space. Yeah. You can start to see your eyes adjust. It's not good for your eyes, but you're like, you know what? I'm okay. I can see. Yeah. And it's like, nah, that's not. That's that's not good. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to see it. Like Donnie said, to be comfortable. And man, comfortable. Being comfortable. Let's talk
3: about that. There's another thing too, real quick, before we talk about that. there's a, Some people, whether they realize it or not, get so comfortable in that space that they make it a part of their personality. Yeah, like yeah. they they are this dark, brooding kind of person, and they they're afraid if they actually deal with it, they're gonna lose. Part of their identity, yeah, uh, and I can understand that pretty well, but it's not a—it's not a healthy,
1: no, a healthy way to go about it. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to talk about like being comfortable. I, in my opinion, being comfortable is more dangerous than being depressed because I think being comfortable is depression. And what I mean by being comfortable is like not being Happy but just selling what you have. Like being comfortable, when people say I'm comfortable, I'm always wearing that. Like, okay, you're, you're comfortable. What do you mean by that? You know, what are you happy with what you're where you're at? Or are you just accepting that this is it and I'm cool with it? Because then my question is, what happens when you stop? You know what I'm saying, you've already took away all the weapons that you could use to change your situation by just saying I'm, I'm, copied, right? I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable, I'm comfortable with that, and it's like, man, that's a deadly, to my opinion, that's a deadly situation, I think a lot of people become comfortable, and become depressed, because they don't know how to get out of it. it's like, it's like having a groove in a couch. You go sit in that groove every day. And you sit in it and he's like He's laughing. He had a couch, front. This motherfucker sat in the same spot. And you sit in it as a... And this motherfucker's not a normal-sized person. All right, This motherfucker's like Andre and John. As a normal person, you sit in that shit and you're like, God damn, what did I fall to? And, and he's sitting in it and he's like, ooh, I'm like second. So, <laughs> so then he got rid of that couch he got rid of that couch and got a dual couch. But then his mindset changed. And he, because I was asking him one day, I'm like, why are you playing musical chairs with your couch? And he was like, well, the old couch, I ain't got the groove in the center same 5. So I'm just moving around so I don't get comfortable in the same spot. I think that's how some people need to treat their depression. Again, huh? You throw the old couch out, and then you're like, okay, I need to move around. Yeah. I don't want to create another group because why did I throw the old couch out let me move around. Let me do some new shit. Let me figure some shit out. Let me sit on the left side Let me sit on on, on the middle today. Let me sit on the right side. Yeah. You know, fuck it. Let me sit on the floor. Why not? You know, so it that being comfortable thing is something that if you know whoever's listening. Think about your situation. If you're sitting in your situation and and you want those people to say you're comfortable just because you're okay with where you're at, not because you're happy, but just because you're like, this is what I have. You have to change that. You have to change that. you don't. Depression will start frank roots, And then next thing you know, you'll look up and you'll be like, fuck, why am I depressed? I'm okay with where I'm at. Why the fuck about the facts? You won't know.
2: That's true. That's true. I'm, I'm, I, that is it, it's, a, it's a really good time. and it's. And I used to I used to say a lot. Complacency uh, equals death, uh, because yeah, that's you don't. Know, feeling stagnant is is trash, It's trash. Like when I look back, I look back at. Man, I was. <laughs> I could have been, before streaming was a thing, I got good at, when Black Ops 2 came out, that was all I did, that was all, I, did, I didn't I did do anything else, I, on a Friday night, you would catch me, I'm in the house, 12 hours straight, fucking just on the Xbox all day, looking at the Xbox, just going in, going in half, all day, that's all I did, that, there's no other existence to me to that, when I look back at that, I'm like, that was a fucking horrible, horrible existence. I'm coming out of the room feeling accomplished because I just reached some new level, unlocks some new shit, and I got I got comfortable with that. I just, I got comfortable with that. There was and I was doing nothing else within myself or in life at all in general, and it's like I can't, I don't like that feeling, I don't like it, it's horrible. And so yeah, I I, I try I try to like stay uncomfortable sometimes, in certain situations. Just to like know that like okay I'm progressing at something I I have something to work for so it's work that needs to be done let's get to it and and not be sitting around yeah and I think that's is just it's so it's so true and so it's so I I try to apply it to everything look I do it with Mar I I check in her sometimes like yo how am I doing progress report <laughs> where I'm at like what I need to fix what I need to work on like and she's like why are you asking this what's wrong I'm like nothing's wrong that's the, I was like, look, it's just going good. I just want to need to make sure it, it still keeps headed that way. Yeah. And it's like I I just need to make sure. Like, I feel like I'm doing okay, but like, am I am I do you, do I see, seem like I'm complacent? Do I seem like I just got comfortable with everything? Right. And it's like, no, I want to continue to keep like working, keep building. Same thing like in your job. You know, find new stuff to challenge you. Find new things to, to try and take on that you haven't done before. Stuff you haven't mm-hmm. learned. Well, that's with, with all of this, man. This is, this was, I knew quarantine was coming for yeah. it, and it was, we're going to be in the house. They say, oh, everything's going to be locked down, not nothing to do. And I didn't want to fall into that habit again. I was like, yeah. if I have nothing to do, I'm going to be on the Xbox all fucking day. Yeah. So I was like, I got to figure something else out. And so that's when I hit you up, like, "Hey, we got to do something through this quarantine. And yeah. let's make something, create something. Yeah. And then you look back, look. that's why I'm I, now when I'm in the house, I'm like, I started to get sort of crazy. So I'm like, okay, I need to go try and I need to do something. I need to figure something out, come up with something new, something different I, I hadn't had before. So that way I'm working towards something and it's something positive I'm, I'm trying to build and build on it. Yeah. So I think that is I, I think that can be directly tied into like with the depression and stuff because yeah, those folks are content. Um like I said I was talking to my homegirl, she's she's content where she's at in life. And I'm yeah. like, but where you're at is not even really the greatest place. place. Yeah. It's not a good place. You're not progressing in anything. She's like, Oh, I'm just comfortable being where I'm at. No no no, don't do that. Don't say that. Don't say that, because then if this is your ceiling, that's not good. Yeah. And I'm like, you're stressed now. Look at you. You're crying on my couch. You're in a puddle of tears on my couch right now. You, you better not be comfortable where you at. Yeah. Because that's where you're at right now is you feel like the world, is, the way the world is crushing down on you you don't know what to do
1: with it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's the worst shit, man. And it's, it's fucked up because a lot of the people can succumb to it and a well, lot allow it. You know, like, I don't know, I, I know that to do what's different than this was, you know, you know. was talking about his own girl jazz live and, and how she struggled with depression for a long time, um, she uh, took her, it smart, it took her life. You know, they had another homeboy that did the same thing. And uh, Wax was talking about, he had just talked to him the same week, and he had no idea and he he took the black and he was like, yo, I just had a conversation with that. That's how I felt about my own way to kill himself at the job. I was like, yo, I just I literally just talked to him a couple hours ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, he sounded happy, but I I knew he was content. I knew he was fine with his situation. And I never tried to talk to him or dive into it about it because he was on drugs real bad. Um, he was, well, no, he wasn't on drugs for that. He was drinking for that. Like, drinking bad. So, where this dude was set up. This dude was setting up blind dates. And, bruh, he, he had a blind day from, no, it wasn't a blind day. It was a day from
4: an app to where the chick brought her two kids.
1: Yeah, bruh. <laughs> I thought I told you about that one. I didn't tell you. He hits me up, bro, this is how bad he was drinking. He hits me up, he's like, yo, I'm the new I'm like, all right, you know what's good? He's like, I don't I'm not on a date with this chick from the app. I'm not sure how it's going. I was like, all right, what do you mean? He's like, she got kids. I was like, what? So to I get there. To a pool hall? Yeah. Oh, you know what? It wasn't her, it was her daughter she brought the football, ball. And her daughter was 18, 18, um, 19, because she couldn't drink yet. And I was like, wait, she brought her, I was like, she brought her kid? She was like, yeah. And he was like, she brought her daughter on, um, I was like, on a date? She was like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you accepted this? He was like, yeah, man. He was like, oh, he was like I just he was like, just come through, man, because all I'm doing is just fucking just chugging. I'm like, oh, that's bad. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, so I get there, and I meet the chick and her daughter, and I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, talk to him. I'm probably there in 10 minutes, and she's like, did your friend slow down? And I was like, what you mean? And she's like, he's been at it the whole time. And I was like, how want y'all been here? She's like, two hours. And he's already had like six, seven. Years. And I was just like, damn. And this was like long before, you know, he killed himself. And I knew, but he was so, he was one of those people that was just complacent with his situation as he saw him looking out. He was fine with it. He was fine with getting fucked up and drunk. He was fine with just being out there that. And ultimately yeah, it took the whole thing. So like I mean, if people if y'all out there and y'all got a friend and you and these stories start to sound familiar, it's time to check in.
4: Yeah. You
1: know, what I'm saying? it's definitely time to check in.
2: I think that's important as well, especially with like stuff like depression, is yeah, people they feel they feel you feel alone. You feel alone, you feel like I'm in this by myself. No one really understands, and you you feel like it's something that like I gotta deal with this by myself. So that's one reason why you internalize everything. So you're holding everything in, and then you're just not sharing anything with anybody. So no one knows the full extent of what's going on, or even that there's an issue. They just think like, oh, so and so just being, just acting funny, and oh, they just you know want to be by themselves right now. Like, no, no, it's a deep issue going on. And sometimes, all I, I feel like just letting people know. Like, just constantly letting people know. E- even if they may not be receptive to it right away, just constantly letting them know. Because that's what my homegirl, I tell her all the time. You can talk to me, you can talk to me about anything. And I hadn't talked to her in a couple of days, and she hit me up and was like, I you know, I need you. Bet I'm there. Come. Come through. Wherever. Come. I, the cat's always open. Mariah did the same thing. She was having... She was having a, a day one night, like 1 o'clock in the morning. She was like, can you get here? I'm, I'm on the way. Yeah. Same thing with Jackie. She's going through her stuff. And like, yo, I, you just got to, yeah. like, let him know that, yo, yeah. there's a way out. We'll find it. But you don't have to do it by yourself. Yeah. And I, I, I tell people, like, if you just... If, if you just need to just call me and cry, if you just need to If you, hold the phone, yeah. don't say nothing, you just need to cry, that's fine. If yeah. you, you need to scream, that's fine. Whatever it is, get it out. We just got to start somewhere.
1: Yeah.
2: We just have to start with one, with one thing. It's going to take time and it's not going to be easy, but if, yeah, definitely. If, if you guys have anyone out there, who, if you're even not sure, you just haven't heard from them in a while, it's okay just to send him a message, send him a message mm-hmm. to let him know because yeah. I've heard too many stories of people ready to commit suicide, ready to do it, and something yeah. something that one person they get that one message or that one knock on the door or some- somebody intervene without even knowing it and save somebody's life
1: yeah. i I had to talk with my brother because. He was going through some bullshit and he he told his ex, he's like, oh, I hope fucking fine I was like "Whoa." So I get the call and I told him I do like, I don't want to talk. I said, cool. I said, you don't want to talk, that's fine. I'm not even gonna force you. I said, but you're gonna to have to listen. And I told him, I said, this is me doing my conjunctions right now, talking to me. So, if I lay my head down tonight and hear myself, at least I know that I tried to talk to you. I said my piece with you. And I done what I did. I said ultimately the decision is up to me. But if you're saying this type of stuff, because right now you're just hurt, I was like, well, then what you're doing is wrong. I was like, just think about it. So I'm like, you're saying some shit, that's some really hard for shit. And if it's what you're thinking about, if you don't want to live for yourself, I was like, you know, you got a daughter that's four years old. Think about that shit. Because a lot of times some people don't know how to live for themselves. Yeah. And it's sad to say, but a lot of people don't. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who don't know how to live for themselves. So. They have to be reminded, like there's other motherfuckers you gotta live for, bro. There's other motherfuckers that you gotta have a stable mind and life for to make sure that they're not gonna wind up doing the same thing that you're thinking about, you know. And sometimes that's enough for some people, and you know, sometimes
2: it's not. It is. It's a lot for some people. I and I tell. I tell people that all the time that like if you ever have a feeling of suicide look just think of it this way if there's one person just one all you need is one person in this world that loves you that's it if you can if you think of one person then that's that's enough right there
1: that's enough
2: that one person is enough to that that you need to fight for you
1: yeah
2: and that's the thing that like especially when it comes to suicide when is try to tell people okay fine so we found one person for it but you feel that the world would just be better off if you're not in it how would that one person who loves you how would they feel how do you think that's going to affect their life how do you think they're going to feel they're not going to be happy with that you're going to mess them up you may leave them alone in this world now go take that one person and just hang on to them the hard part with it is If that, something happens to that person, like my friend, that person for her was her dad and her dad ended up passing. So then now she's like, I the one, the one I had, my, the person I looked to as my rock is now not there. I don't know where the fuck to go or what to do from here. Yeah. And so it's just, yo, it's one step at a time, one day at a time. Yeah. And you need to find, find a reason to make it through the day. And start yeah. to build on that. Yeah, start start with, start with just brick one, and we got to rebuild
1: the thing from there. For some people, I think they have to stop. Like you said, they they have to stop with talking what they have for that thing, because that, that brings up depression a lot. And Instagram and all this shit, where people are looking at other motherfuckers, man, it starts to make people thinking about like. The shit they don't have, and it's that whole you. It's that whole saying about when you're looking at, uh, don't look at what another person has, because you're always going to be. If you're looking at all these motherfuckers with shit, you're never going to see how far you come. You're going to look and be like, man, that light at the tunnel keeps getting further and further, and I don't know how to reach it. Yeah, dude, gotta stop. Got like, just wake up in the morning. Like I tell people, like man, I wake up in the morning. I try, I try to figure out how I can be better. That's what motivates me to read. Because I didn't have the motivation before quarantine. I didn't have the motivation. Shit. During this quarantine, man, I read, I read shit that I didn't ever think I would read. I've been reading sci books. Like. If you would have done, you know, nigga, if you would have asked me in Tennessee, like, hey, you want to read this top book? I was like, nigga, is it talking about beef or chicken? <laughs> like, but, <laughs> but like, you got to, if you wake up every day and you go, how how much better would I be? So with reading, I was like, okay, I'll be smarter than I was yesterday if I read about three pages today of this book. And it's the truth. It's instant and it gives you that instant gratification because literally I have read three pages of a book and been like, oh shit. <laughs> now next thing I know it, it's two hours later and I don't read you know 10, 11 pages of this book. And I've digested what I need to to learn out of this shit. And I'm like, wow. In that in those two hours and these ten pages, I've more smart in my little vessel. You know. That's the type of instant gratification we have started for in ourselves. And I think that that is the type of instant gratification that we felt for the first time. Because when you're learning, your brain is too busy focusing on the process that you're learning to think about what you don't have. Like, when you're sitting there thinking about what you don't have, let's be honest, we ain't doing shit. You, like, I don't even think about depression when I'm taking the shit on the park. It's when I'm just sitting on the fucking couch and I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, damn, this is fucked up. So-and-so got this and that. But when, you, when your brain is active, like for me, like, I do my best thinking taking my shit. I'll sit on the toilet and hit my Eureka moment. I like, don't oh, Fuck. So, like, but the point of saying that is, like, keep your brain active. Things don't, you know, yeah,
3: unfortunately, the same thing that we're using right now to look at each other and talk and, and, you know, bring this out to people has also caused a lot of people to become more isolated. You know, humans are, we're social freaks, mm-hmm. but people don't feel a need to go be around people. why? Yeah. look at, you know, look at Facebook, look at Twitter, whatever, you know, like this and recent that. And it gives you that feeling of being around people, but yeah. not around And then, yeah. you know, people
1: don't that realize
3: how... The yeah, and you don't realize how, you know, while you're looking at people smiling on Instagram, you know, you're only seeing one part of it. And in the back of your mind, you start comparing yourself, like, "Oh man, oh, man, I don't even know anybody." This far. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. And it feeds that right? question. And I'm as guilty as the next person, of, you know, begging out on the phone, playing video games, whatever. Well, you need to put this. You know, if you're addicted to social media, put your phone down. Have a conversation. Like Steve uh, said. Feed your mind. Not, you know, don't spend your time looking at pictures, You know, arguing with people. Which I'm very guilty of. Okay. <laughs> arguing with people on Facebook. He but, be going
2: there.
1: <laughs> yo, this guy go He be
2: going in on there, no, folks. <laughs>
4: this
1: guy. Hey, this is... <laughs> <laughs> He's a borderline
2: troll, Because <laughs> that mom's going be a He'll be setting him up. He'll be
4: setting him up. How you
2: feel. He'll put a post up there and wait till they respond. And then when they respond, he's like, got your
4: ass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now I'm going to tear it up the frame. He reports sometimes,
2: though. He about to tell Sarah, like, look, 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 I'm about to tear his ass down the frame right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: um, that's like, I mean, but people don't realize how, you know, even friends getting together, you're sitting around in, in a room and everybody's looking at their phones and not having a Yeah. You know, it's an unhealthy way that we're living our lives.
0: This episode is brought to you by Simply by Frito Light. You have enough on your plate, but now there's one less thing to overthink with Simply by Frito-Lay. It's your favorite Frito-Lay snacks with ingredients to feel good about, like Simply Blue Corn Tostitos, Sea Salted Ruffles, and White Cheddar Cheetos Puffs, all made with no artificial flavors or colors. So enjoy what you love and look for Simply brand snacks online or at a store near you.
1: It, um, I mean, we.
2: But that's okay. Our, our, in 2021, our events is coming back. We're gonna get back to What the you say, low. Sound low. I said in 2021, our events is coming back. Oh yeah, hopefully our events is coming back.
1: Shit, that's gonna be lit, though. Make it happen. I can't wait for that. But I mean. Still, you know, like we live in this fucked up. um, We live in this fucked up situation of technology that just really puts us in a bad place. And like, uh, did you guys watch the uh, social dilemma? Yeah. That shit, like, man, that it. The only thing I had about social dilemma that that, I, that was that I thought was funny was it was all these millionaires who made money off the algorithm, the whole algorithm. But they're like, "Yo, this shit is terrible," and it's like, "You don't work for the company anymore. Of course it's terrible.
0: You yeah. made your millions,
1: and, and now you piece it out." And I think, did you say that to me too, Dan? Somebody else said oh, that to yeah. me about the social dilemma, and I was like, "Yeah." I feel it. No, my no problem with it was the the way they like
3: had the little story where they acted out you know, acted out the scenario and then they were cut to the interview, like it, it was it was just a weird way of it. Like if you're gonna make a
1: documentary just make a documentary, you know the acting in the back. Right. Right. That and was and that's the, the funny thing is, like, the the message behind it, though, like, those guys realized they were, the, all of those guys and girls, and, or guys and women that were on there, they were Dr. Frankenstein. They created this monster, and it got out of control, and they were like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And now, you can't, you can't put this monster away, like. Social media is so bad that it's our ministry. Think about people, that. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, even for the news, like, they will break news. Social media will break stories before fucking like, NBC. <laughs> you know, before CNN. Even somebody on social media will be like, yo, Trump just hung itself. And then CNBC will be like, hey, guys, Trump just hung himself. Motherfuckers will be like, hey, y'all, 10 minutes late. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like social media and that's why all the news, all of them actually they're on social media. Because social media is that popular, they're like, how do we continue to do what we do and give it to people? And it's because it social media is this crazy, crazy fucking beast, man, that you can use it for good or you can drown. And when you drown, boy, if that's a way that it is hard to take so yourself But the fucked up thing is like, people don't understand when it comes to social media. Things. People don't understand. Put your fucking on it, turn Facebook off, delete the app. Because people live have literally built their minds lo- up, and it's like you do realize
4: these are bullies that you can tell shut the fuck up and then close your the shit and not ever
1: have to hear them the fuck. Like it's crazy. Like when when they started talking about digital bullying, I was like, how? you can fuck. I'm not.
4: I yeah.
1: still
2: don't. I Me mean, neither. I don't right.
1: I don't <laughs> No, that's the one time I will say people with depression, that is the one time where I will say you can treat it like a drug ju- like A drug. You can separate yourself from it. So if you have depression from social media, hell, stop listening to this podcast. Delete like delete your social media. Delete all that shit. Because you'll listen to some shit and it will hit your brain the wrong way. And you don't realize like all you gotta do is be like, and delete it. And you go about your day. Or you put some positive shit in your ear. Like, like it's funny, um, um podcast, last podcast on the left. Those guys are fucking dope. And they have, like, if you guys haven't listened to the last podcast, like that, and so it's an amazing podcast. It's one of the best podcasts out there. And they talk about all kinds of things, but their main thing is that they focus on. Like conspiracy theories, or like they focus on... True like, crime. True crimes. Like, stuff like that. The dark side of the world is what they focus on. That should be their slogan. We focus on the dark side of the world. <laughs> And they will do they'll get into like their dark stories. And uh, like one of them I was listening to was about the um, the guy, the doctor from and I know I pronounced this wrong. I think it was Aus- Auschwitz. The doctor the he he was in that camp, but he and I'm probably saying this whole thing wrong. But it was basically Auschwitz. the Nazi, huh? Uh, Auschwitz? Auschwitz? Auschwitz. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, he was the doctor there that was doing, uh, he was doing the experimentation with twins. He oh, was he, trying yeah. to, yeah. And during that podcast, they would be like, "Okay, guys, we get into some really dark shit. We're gonna take a break from it, and we're gonna have some funny shit, like some fun facts in the middle." So because they even understood. When you have so much daunting shit upon you, you gotta break from. Yeah, you know it's like in scary movies. Why like, the reason why scary movies have fucking have the, the comic release, Comic release? Yeah, it's because you can only take so much shit to where you're like, this is this has gotta be enough. Like, I, know what, I'm gonna take a break. And that's what. People with social media, social depression, we call it, have to do. Take a break from it. You don't want to delete it? Fine. At least delete it off of your phone. Since this thing, this phone stays in your hands and in your pocket every fucking day of our lives now, take it off. That's why I don't have none of this shit on my phone. I've got the only social media thing I have on my phone right now is, uh, I'll tell you right now. It is the podcast app. (laughs) That's it. I ain't got Twitter. I ain't got Facebook. I got my email you want to call that social media. Uh, Text message if you want to call that social media. But other than that, I don't keep none of that shit on my phone. I don't want my phone beeping every 15 minutes telling me somebody just baked the pie and they post a picture on Facebook.
2: (laughs) But see, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You got to See, you're living out, you're doing it out of fear. You have to set that stuff up. Why
1: did you get low?
2: You sound you're starting to sound low, is it? going to come closer to yeah, the mic. But no, like you shouldn't, you're doing it out of fear.
1: You're still sounding really low. Is it still low? low? No, really? Okay.
4: Yeah, you said I'm
2: doing it out of fear? Yeah. Look, if you don't want your phone going off, it, that's the thing with social media that people are not getting. You you get to choose to select what comes across your your feed. You get to pick and choose your friends, and so you get to pick and choose who you follow. So, if you don't want that type of... Look, just follow a whole bunch of... Just all inspirational people if you want.
1: Yeah, but that's the problem, though, is... You're still tied to, it. and that's my my fear is being tied to. It. But it's because, optional, huh? It's optional. You're only no, tied to it if
2: when you, you choose pick to. This thing
1: up, it's not optional. When you got when you got your alarms going off, it's not optional. Who set when the you, alarm? Is, okay, when you pick this thing up and your phone says shows a little dot next to it and it shows like a three there's three notifications. It's not optional. It's your brain going. Oh look, somebody just posted another fucking cat pic. Let me go see how
2: unfunny this shit is. So why do you follow? Don't follow people who post cat pics.
1: No, but (laughs) it's that as an example, motherfucker. Like even if it's motivational shit, you're going. You know how many times you're going to get a fucking another alert for another
2: motivational thing. But but see, that's where you use you use that same instrument and flip it. And flip the purpose of it. If it's inspirational, if it's stuff that's going to inspire you, then why not dive into that? Right? You, you read your three pages. I'm going to watch three posts on instru- with inspirational people. So, yes, I'm yeah. picking it up and looking at it. But it's helping It's helping bring something positive in instead of true. just bullshit. Well,
1: true. Well, everything in moderation. Everything has to be done in moderation. Oh, you, you can moderate you, it then. Do you that's what you, you can, but when you have it so accessible, human beings are creatures of, of blood. We are we are creatures of blood. And if you don't think so, look at the United States and how fucking fat we are. Alright? Human beings are creatures of blood. And so when you have this thing in your hand and you know all I gotta do is press a couple buttons, and I'm gonna find instant happiness. Then at that point, that becomes excessive, even if it is positive, positive motivational shit. Because the thing is, if you're too busy reading positive motivational shit, when are you doing positive and motivational shit? Because if you're like, oh, yeah, every time I pick up my phone and I look at my feed, I scroll through my feet, I'm reading positive, positive shit all the time. It's like, well, how much do you look at your feed? Oh, about five, six hours a day. Those are five or six hours throughout the day that you could be doing positive shit. True. Because, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm saying I don't put it on my phone. It's because I have to, already, just with work, i got to pick my phone up so many fucking times because I've got my fucking Slack app. I've got Gmail. And between Slack and Gmail, I'll probably look at my phone in an hour. Mm -hmm a minimum of 15 times because shit's coming in and I got to go, oh, what's this? So then if I pick it up and I've got Facebook on it and I'm like, you know what, man? I'm tired of this work shit. Let me look at some Facebook shit. I'm still looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that people are getting away from is you are still looking at your phone. So it's easy to fall in a depression of state even if you're looking at your phone just looking at motivational shit because now you have made yourself become um, fixated on this one thing that brings you happiness. And that's bad because you're still living your happy. you're still allowed you're still getting your happiness through a screen. So that's why that's bad even if it's motivation because I still feel like it's all a
2: choice though. You still have to choose. It is a choice.
1: It is a choice. All of this shit is a choice. That's what we're saying. All of this sport is what I'm saying. All of this shit is a choice.
2: And so that's what I'm saying. It's going to be whether you have some, the screens accessible or not. Is you you have that choice.
1: Because yes, of- but you have to police yourself. If you don't police yourself, then it doesn't become a choice. It becomes a habit, and then that habit becomes a a a. a that habit becomes an addiction because once you become, once something becomes a habit, it becomes a, a,
4: a, an addiction just that quick, you know. And that's why we have to learn it. That's why
1: I'm policing myself and I'm going, okay, I can access this shit on my home computer. I won't even go to this shit at work. Only when I'm home, I'll come and check it out for a little bit and see what I need to see. And if there's none, then I move the fuck on. But I'm not putting shit where it's so easily accessible. It's kind of like people tell you, like if you want to start waking up early, put your phone or your alarm clock across the room. Why? Because if it's easily accessible to you, you'll roll over, hit that snooze button, and go back to sleep. But if you gotta get out of bed, stand up, allow your blood to flow, walk over to that alarm clock, or walk over to that phone and turn it. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. And turn it off. <laughs> I know that was a ninja bird.
3: Yeah, see, I can and, smell it. It <laughs> smells from here. <laughs> and the uh, way you did that, I feel like I smelled it. See, yeah. <laughs> you had some broccoli today, didn't you? <laughs> grapes. <laughs> but,
1: like, when you do that, you, you force yourself to wake up, right? You force yourself to have to work to go over and get, get this thing, which allows you time to think instead of just rolling over and being like, all right, I hit the button, I'm gonna get up. No, you're not. You're no. gonna roll the fuck over and you're gonna be like, oh man, yeah, this time I need to get up. I need to. And then you out. And then you like, damn, how am I late? Because you didn't do anything to get your blood. You didn't police yourself enough. Because you know your weakness is, as soon as I hit this alarm, I'm going to go to sleep. A lot of people's weaknesses nowadays is picking up their phone and going straight to social Why do you think Instagram is so big? Why do you think, think about this. We need to police ourselves from this shit because, oh. Cell phones nowadays, they don't improve none of the technology on the cell phone. They just improve the cameras. You're paying $1,200 for a phone because the camera can shoot at night now? Nigga, do you realize the new? iPhone has a night vision mode on the selfie camera. So nigga niggas about to be waking up taking a picture of their waking banks now and fucking hit <laughs> and hide that. <laughs> Think about that shit. The only technology they haven't made making phone calls better. They haven't made sending the text message better. All they did was add emojis to the shit. Yeah, oh, but to be fair, technology
3: Prior to uh, the few years, technology has been moved by one. Like, that was the yeah. biggest reason for expanding memory and faster process. It's a huge extreme form, or download form, or form. So, yeah. uh, you know, you people want their form in one Who stored it? <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So well, that's- back, back in- I remember back you know I'm talking back in you know, the LimeWire because I oh, yeah. Be like hey man I got a 250 gig hard drive I do not <laughs> hey, you know how to store me and Blake had. I just went through and threw out like four hard drives that I kept for whatever reason like an 80 gig hard drive this motherfucker's 2002 like why
4: well, do I like that man. still so got that port
3: on it
2: 79
1: gigs of port yeah <laughs>
2: No. On, on a Big Booty On a Big Booty Videos
3: That's <laughs>
1: 55 gigs Of one month That's 50 gigs Of nothing But buy With one so true but now but now technology is moved by social media. Right. So you know I'm I mean all, there's always something that's moving the, the technology. Yeah, and right now the, the worst part of anything is this social media shit. And that's why I mean, now you people will pay well. well people will pay twelve hundred dollars for a phone because like
3: that's how
4: oh, no.
0: yes and uh, yes, no. Yes and no. People pay that.
1: I mean the phones are also things that uh, you know, oh you that, know, that too. You like in Spain
3: today, you know, you can't
1: walk into your work with uh Yeah, I was ta- I was talking about how one of the higher ups from my last job was saying he can't walk to a yeah. board bank because they think the angry, broke. Guys, yeah, there was <laughs> <with F. laughs> yeah. Like, there's a lot of things people buy. It's a status it is just definitely a status symbol, but the price of these phones are going up just because of hammer now. Because think about it like the bulk, that's like, the, that's like the honest.
3: No, that's that's, Apple's been ripping people off on their products. They 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 haven't
1: really improved much. No, very true. Because to be totally honest, there's no difference than my seven, my seven plus, and that motherfucking twelve. (laughs) <laughs> there's no real difference from it except for the fucking camera. That's, That's why. The home- well, and they took away they took away the home button. So now the home button, there's no home button on the screen. But other than that, there's literally no difference. I mean, they changed some functionality just to be like, oh, look what they can do now. And it's because of that functionality, I'm a like, fuck. I got to get so the other other companies. uh say Samsung, they improve processes. Improve yeah, but they only improved those things for camera.
4: <laughs>
1: Samsung, yes, you fucking Samsung fanboy. LeVon, y'all can't see him. I've been on my damn podcast holding up the my a Samsung fanboy, but even them, they've only improved their equipment inside the phone for the camera, so they can shoot in fucking 4K. You can shoot a 4K movie on your fucking on your Samsung and and, and uh, iPhone device, like that shit's crazy. But guess what? You can still do that hasn't improved, that really can't improve too much. You still call your mother and say hi. Guess what? I can do on my phone just like on your S20. I can call my mom and say hi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they're I they, know. Move. it's literally the camera. Like, right, if you literally break everything down so, and go, why does this phone cost $1,200? It's literally because they was like, yo, how do we improve the camera so people can fucking put filters on and put the dog trunk out when they
3: Well, that's, that's part of it. But really, why does your phone cost $1,200? It's because Apple started ripping people off. So other companies were like, yeah, shit. Mean, the phone?
1: Yeah.
3: Let follow up too. Let's get this money. We know that. I, but I
1: know what
3: you saying, though. I know what you're saying. You're going into the whole, yeah. You're going into the cloud, right? Well, so we're also, we're also
1: way off in some type of Yes, thing. but oh, but okay. To digress, to bring it back to point I'm thinking is <laughs> that social media is so powerful that it drives technology. We move from more driving technology to social media. Reality. Yeah, social media is so, also a,
3: a lot of, and I don't have any facts on this. So I've only heard of other other podcasts like talking about it how filters and shit are giving I, I guess guys too but mainly girls like younger girls this false sense of beauty because yeah. all these girls have you know they put these filters on their pictures and they're like oh you know that's what beautiful looks like I gotta look like that and they look in the mirror or they look at their pictures are unfiltered and they look like a normal you know your average girl yeah. or, you know maybe, maybe she's but then it it causes them to feel bad about themselves because they can't live up to the false sense of you know beauty that social media puts in place. So that's, yeah. that's another
1: downcard yeah these filters man are fucking these filters are they're the virtual classics sir. and chicks are these to to the list to where guys are being are going on these dates and being like bitch who's you like i don't
3: i don't know you but where's where's charlene from this from Instagram. did you see the picture of joe rogan that his daughter took? and still trying to make him look like a little oh my god i swear if you look at you like that is there's no way that's, a that's how no. good he's
1: seen bro, like bro. yeah I, I looked at um i had um when Kay's daughter was here and she was using uh was it instagram I think it was instagram or something and she had a filter journal And I was like, why the fuck do you keep using this filter? I was like, look, it don't do shit. And I put it on myself. And I was like, you know, oh, my God, I'm gorgeous. (laughs) I was like, like, that's me? And then I realized right then and there, I was like, oh. And I looked at her. I was like, this is that. I was like, you're beautiful without it. This isn't really you. Like, it's you, but this isn't you. Like, you have bumps on your skin. So what? Like, the symmetry of your eyes is a little off. So what? Because that's what they that they uh what's his name from uh, Unbox Therapy when they had a uh, came out with the iPhone X no it was the Samsung 10 they had that beauty mode and uh, and he was breaking down how like it it, it lines up the symmetry and makes your face symmetrical and stuff like that because I was list- I can't remember what I was listening to but they were talking about what beauty is and what and how we define beauty is. Symmetry of face, sliding of eyes, shit like that. So these filters, they align everything perfect. And then people see that and they're like, yeah, you like my face is perfectly symmetrical. But it's like, no, you're beautiful cool without that shit. Like over in, uh, I was talking to my friends that are from overseas, that are from like Italy and France and stuff like that. And uh, the one chick, she's French. She was saying how some of the
4: models are beautiful in their own way. So these are the models that guys
1: would love. And it's like, they may have, like, a gap. And it's, like, the, a big-ass fucking gap. But guys see that, and they're like, oh, my gosh, she's beautiful. Because she doesn't look like all the reps, you know? And that, to me, is fucking wonderful. Because that's what beauty it is. It's looking at somebody as is and you know? going, I like her. She's beautiful, like, she has the cutest little gap. Now it's, like, it's like... Over here, especially in America, our shit's so fucking off the record. I mean, we got bitches, well, I don't know if they're doing it still, but shooting fucking cock shit up in their ass to, to make their ass. And they fucked me up to find out black chicks was the one doing this shit. I'm like, what then You trying to make your ass better? Like, oh no, like when black when I knew that shit was gonna get out of hand when black chicks and I was like, Oh, this is bad. This is gonna be an epidemic because uh, we set the culture for a lot of shit. If some white people were doing it, we'd be like, Oh, that's some white shit, I'm cool on that. They can have But well, when black, black people were doing that shit, it's like, Oh, this didn't it. And that shit is bad, man. And it took for some chicks to die because they like that shit before people were like that's not good. I remember reading about that shit a few years yeah. ago. Yeah.
3: A while or yeah. I don't know if it was a few years
2: ago it last like, time completely changed with Corona <laughs> yeah. all right wow so we gotta wrap it up okay all right so so um, your final thoughts so,
3: on yeah. on depression.
2: Did you say me? Yeah, some of
3: them. Oh, me. Men, my final thoughts are really more aimed for men right now. Become comfortable with pressing your emotions. Let people know when, when things are bothering you. Normalize telling your friends to love because, believe it or not, it could help you. It may help somebody else this you know, get away from this uh, uh, masculine notion of being a tough guy. All of us have problems. Everyone, Whether you're or we have all got shit going through. So you ain't got to be a tough guy. I've lost too many friends. to uh, suicide, or, you know, drugs you
1: to the pressure. I will take note now. Jeff? Uh, fuck the pressure, and you tell it when I see his ass, I'm going to kill his motherfucking cat back. All right? you <laughs> But, uh, nah, to be totally real, um, I would say, you know, in my opinion, step one would be find somebody to talk to and... And talk to them, you know, as long as it's somebody that you think it listens. Step two will be to figure out whatever vices that you have that are keeping you wasted and get rid of those vices slowly for sure. And step three will be to make sure that you are sitting on different parts of the couch, not staying in the groove, man, get out. Of that group, and if you got to sit on the floor sometime, but basically keep moving and staying active and always trying to figure out how to make yourself better than what you were yesterday for that, for that, and that. All uh, right, people, yeah, my, you know,
2: my final thoughts on it is just uh, <clears throat> two main things that I think that I feel like we can do to defeat it you can beat it is uh, love and positivity. Uh, surround yourself with as much as those two things as possible, and nothing negative will be able to survive in that environment. Even your own thought process. If you change your own thought process to where you're just projecting love, if that's your first, the first thing that you're 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 projecting out and just thinking positive, your world will start to change. Your environment around you starts to change. The way how you interact with everything will begin to change just with doing that. You just got to start somewhere. Start with one day. Try and do it for one day, and once you do it for one day, then you can do it for one more day. Uh, I like I like Russell Wilson. His approach to where every time they talk to him about football, they ask him, you know, hey, where do you guys reckon? He said every week, say the same thing. you are trying to go one and zero. That's it. We're not. We don't need to win the whole thing today. We're trying to go one and zero today. So just start with one day That day could be today You could tomorrow Start with one day Go from there Build with love and positivity Uh, Also you know If you guys listening Who have hung out with us Stuck with us this long as well Appreciate it Thank you Uh, uh, You know There is There is uh, If you guys If anyone is dealing with depression out there There actually is a hotline That you A national hotline If you google it There's a national hotline number That you guys can actually call Talk to someone Talk to a professional To get some help To see what's the best steps for you For getting help If that may be medication or just going to talk to someone whatever the case may be go do that go find your help some way somehow but for now everybody you know we appreciate you guys checking in with us and rocking with us for this episode uh we know it's not the it wasn't it wasn't all wasn't all fun and games as our story time (laughs) episode uh, but sometimes you know hey real ass people perspectives man we cover everything across the board um with it. So until next time, you know, you guys uh, appreciate you guys checking and rocking with us. Um uh, again, love and positivity. Check us out on the live. Um if you guys haven't, we have a live on Facebook and go to the rap sheets page um to check us out there as well. Uh, and just appreciate you guys uh love. Please tell tell one other person about the podcast. Again, tell one other person to go listen to it. Check us
1: out. Just that, one. That'll help and then tell another person tell another. Listen,
4: help us help you Hell yeah Help us <laughs> Help
2: you help us okay. Alright y'all We out uh, Rap sheets in Peace